Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Let us be the first yeah. to wish you happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy it is a Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo, Mayo. Yeah. a Cinco de Drinko, big time, Cinco baby. Cinco de Drinko? Yeah, that's what they call it in some places, man. Uh, okay. A little Cinco de Drinko. Racist. Uh, How's that racist? everyone back? Can I take everyone back a few years <laughs> Please ago? Please do. When it, it just so happened that Cinco de Mayo fell on a Sunday. And, and as I was working with the one Jonas Knox, Uh-oh. it was explained to me, LeVar, that this is the most overrated holiday in, in the Mexican culture yeah. that there is. So Jonas proclaimed, and even though I was trying to celebrate it, I was trying <laughs> to say, hey, this is a big day. We should go out and grab some drinks. He said, no, 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 no. Um, you're just you're falling for the trap. I said, "What's the trap?" He said, "It's, it's like a Hallmark holiday." Uh, he says, "This is not a real holiday." He goes, "No one celebrates it. Don't buy into the hype." Yeah, it's a whitewash uh, wow. Mexican Fourth wow. of July, and people are wow. so dumb they don't realize that September 16th is actually the correct Fourth of July. Berto, hey, I'm spitting facts here. Viva la raza, man! Spitting facts, Berto. That's right. So, yeah. so Jonas marries respect a woman <laughs> from the Mexican background, Jalisco. It, it, and, and is now an authority on Mexican culture. Berto and I. My, my thing is, isn't this still, though, it, it's not, everyone thinks it's like a Mexican Independence Day, but isn't it about the victory over France? Well, I think. That over, yeah, in Puebla. Yeah. And, but Mexico Puebla, lost, yeah. didn't they? Didn't they lose this one? No, they no. Okay, well, they it, lost it was, the Alamo. They celebrate a loss. Okay, well, there was, there's like an element to it to where. Didn't they lose the Alamo? 
By the way, only Lots Jonas of fight would go, at the Alamo, right? Okay. Didn't they lose this one? Like, why would you celebrate? Don't get mad. Don't get mad. A loss. Me. Well, no, because I, I mean, they still cover the spread. I mean, I had a, you know, I, I made a wager on that years ago. I'm just saying. This is a dangerous, uh, dangerous. What, 1962? I'm just saying that uh, this is a very whitewashed holiday, but it is an excuse to drink. Uh, like, well, there's a lot of people that aren't Irish that celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's any excuse to drink. I heard it should be called. Cinco Gringo is what I heard it should be called. <laughs> is it really? That's what I heard yesterday. Yeah. Somebody told me, you know, and I would have never heard that unless I lived in Glendora, but I did hear that in, in West Covina actually yesterday that it's called is that, that that's accurate? <laughs> Cinco Gringo, the you, Mayo. You, you know, know what though? Although they do play it up because you know, every big boxing event featuring a Mexican fighter is always around Cinco de Mayo. Down by Hagler. Like, like Canelo, Canelo's fighting He's going in this fight. weekend. Yeah. Uh, there was always a Marquez fight or an Oscar De La Hoya fight. What you trying to say? Always... Hit the button. No, it's a truth. Like that, that's that's a true What you trying to say? Story. I'm just, you know, Can they, you do the impression? It is played up in, uh, into it as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, hard right hand by Arrington. Oh, wow. <laughs> Left hook to the and body. another. Hard right hand. And another right hand. Let's go and they to, hit her with another right hand. Let, uh, did you feel <laughs> like you were aggressive enough early on, or did you <laughs> so not show enough until the round was nearly over? That was way too fast at the end. Uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> so good. And, uh, no, you know, so good. Jonas. I thought Arrington came out aggressive early on in the first round. He landed a bunch of body shots, but he started to slow down towards the end. Still, I thought he did enough damage there to do, to win the round there. I gave it 10-9 to Arrington. I got it 30-27. to 27. Arrington after three. Jim! That's Letterman, right? Yeah, Harold Letterman. Yeah, Harold Letterman. Yeah, Harold Letterman. Yeah. Man, I miss HBO boxing like to my core. Like that, that's I what just I grew think up on. Larry Merchant at the end of the fights was the most condescending. The best. But it was the, the best. best, right? It's like the, the fight because he irritated <laughs> Everyone. Remember when him and Mayweather got into it? And he's it's like, I'm like, not yeah. too old to kick your ass. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> that was back in the day, man. Now somebody would have taken that wrong, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It would have been spun in a different way. Well, direction. your boy B, he fights back these days, though. Like, he really does have, like, really good comebacks. Who, who's who's the guy that does them now? Oh. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, man. I can see his face. In my, I can see his face in my head, but anyways, I, the, yeah. But uh, you know but what again, I'm talking about, who? though. I think so. Yeah. He, he's tall. He's slim. He does basketball. He's done basketball. I can't remember his name off the top. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, well, doesn't matter. Hey, and he's uh, pretty famous too. Yeah. Who? But who cares? Uh, right. you know, who cares? hey, but happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody! Yeah. I get after Gringo it a little Mayo. bit. Uh, it's Gringo de Mayo. Uh, everybody, get after it a little bit uh, and enjoy your, uh, you know, uh, overpriced uh, chips and salsa and whatever they can do to try and get you to spend a bunch of money. So there you there's go. That. Uh, speaking Are you guys going to do it? Expensive. Are you guys going to do it? No. It's Thursday. Got to be ready for the show tomorrow. Hashtag oh, built yeah. for this. I got to fly out of here tomorrow. Yeah. Bro. That's Jeez. right. Scranton, PA. Scranton. Scranton. Yeah. Mifflin, baby. Yeah. Now, when you step off the plane, do people know he's one of us? Like, and, he's from PA. I've never been to Scranton. So I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I just keep hearing the theme song of of, of The Office. 
Mm. of a Dundon muffler. What's it called? Uh, Dunder Mif- uh, Yeah, oh, whatever. Me mess yeah, question. I don't even know. Huh. Uh, but again, you know, go see some uh, minor league hockey. The Pens are in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you know, find a find a sports bar, watch the Pens play. How you about know? it? Yeah, get after I'm it. Or, or Margaritaville. I mean, yeah, yeah you can go, those too. <laughs> could uh, go to Margaritaville. Uh, Margaritaville. Uh, Margaritaville. Yes. Yes. Downtown right. Scranton. Uh, Margaritaville. We, we were we were reminiscing to your judgmental tone on Top Golf. The conversation. We did, we did have a golf. pre-show conversation about the top golf conversation. That is I true. Mean, I, 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 Muncie like walked the... into a buzzsaw and she, she had no idea she had started a conversation with a savage. It's a, How what? am I on an island about this? This is why I don't understand. You weren't on an island. It was just the fact that you drove the point home it like just 20 kept going, times. It kept going. It, you drove it 20 times and I mean you you put every single nail in that coffin. Oh man. It just... <laughs> Put it this way, someone had to. <laughs> right? like oh, someone man. had to, it, right? It uh. is, it is Brady Quinn to a T. That in the middle of a show, just I mean, just a topic about Top Golf. I mean, it's like uh, not even that big of a deal. He's looking up Top Golf oh, locations to the soul, so to he the can, spirit, <laughs> so he can break out the switchblade to win a fight on the <laughs> he air. He gave about the Top analytical golf. breakdown of where. <laughs> How many the times they're open? It's unbelievable! Like, but but it's I mean to to Brady's credit, I mean he did get y'all on uh on Margaritaville. I mean oh, it's man. the same exact thing. He broke <laughs> well, it down for y'all. I, I, I didn't go through their locations. Even no, you there, didn't. There plenty. You um, didn't. You didn't. My <laughs> thing is, it's just if you're going to go to Vegas, and I think for those of us that have been there and had a great time there. You kind of covet that experience. You've yeah. made some great memories there. Maybe there's some things you'd like to leave there that came back with you. I don't know, but I digress. The <laughs> point is, is you go and you get involved in Vegas and like how special it is and the different things you can do there. You don't go there to do something you could do anywhere else. Like It's not like your experience at the Top Golf in Vegas is going to be any different than your experience at the Top Golf in Southern California, in South Florida, in any other part of the country. It's the same thing. Nonetheless, put up, she was excited to give it to us. Big and... nets, all right? These big nets. You, everyone gets a golf club. You got food and booze and stuff, and you're hitting golf balls out into a range. It's, it's there's no difference. There is no difference depending on where you go to play Top Golf around the entire country or world, for that matter. But she was so excited to offer it up for us to go do it. I know. It's, I felt uh, so bad. Uh, and by the way, Lee DeLapp, the second we walked into MGM last week, Lee walks in and he sees the little like kiosk or desk area where they're selling top golf passes. Ten dollars uh, off, baby. Um, and, and you would have thought you would have thought it was a stripper who had a sign that said, I'm here for Lee. Wow. And he, I mean he couldn't get over there fast enough. And Is like, that true? Oh like we uh, I wanted to go up to the room. I was like, hey let's check our stuff. No 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 Lee had to make sure Wait, did you guys knew- room together no 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 same yeah, hotel yeah. no no so you could go to the room oh, no, separate no, no. they yeah. said let's go to the room you heard oh, what you could go to the room that was a slip that was a slip that was a slip hey no soldiers left behind man when you're traveling hey, that's where i work ass man and it was your own room hey, wanted to make hey, sure you got there safe God. two two guys one king bit is that the new name of the show? Yeah. Is that the new name of the show? Two guys, guys, one king king bit. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'll be honest, it'd be one thing if you guys just... Dry humping guys is something that I feel very strongly about. My my love of balls. (laughs) 
in that room with like one king sneak bit. around it, sneak around uh, the conversation. I, like, mean, I love our balls. So weird. I don't know. Lamar <laughs> just spit everywhere. Lamar, <laughs> what are you, a camel? What happened here? He's literally, there's water everywhere in the studio now. <laughs> what is wrong with Is that you? what you were saying to Lee? <laughs> he shoved yeah. it about that uh, twice. <laughs> Bring out the... <laughs> Lee, look game. how proud Lee is. <laughs> Lee standing back oh, there so proud, God. like, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> Lee, what are you, a camel? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> They're spinning things everywhere. There is a, uh, there's uh, <laughs> oh, no. water everywhere now. Oh, uh, it's everywhere. So, You've made you know, a mess of it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's our guy, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Uh, Albert, uh, first and foremost, happy Cinco de Mayo to you and yours. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you guys, too. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Uh, so uh, how are you going to be celebrating, Albert? Any, on, any plans? Al. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, huge plans. I've got uh, youth lacrosse practice this afternoon. Uh, oh. I've got to make sure my other one gets off to soccer, so... Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Big time, uh, big time. <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds like you're really excited about <laughs> big all of Big Cinco de Mayo guy. Um, Albert, so the draft is in the books. Uh, what is the next big move in the NFL, the next big transaction we should be on yeah. the lookout for? What do we got? Good moves. You know, I, there are still some free agents out there, and I think, you know, getting past that marker there um, on May 2nd where – signings don't count against the compensatory pick formula is actually a bigger deal than most fans realize and i won't get into the weeds of it but you know teams like the rams and the ravens and the patriots really work to game that formula and so you know like i think you'll see some teams that weren't active earlier in the offseason maybe get a little bit more active now um and looking at guys and a lot of them are third contract guys guys like odell beckham and jarvis landry and jadevian Clowney. Um, so I think that's one thing to, to keep an eye on. Um, you know, and then I think the other thing is, of course, what happens with the quarterbacks um, and, and Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Baker Mayfield, and I guess now you can throw Nick Foles into the group and that, um, you know, I, I don't think we have a firm grasp yet on where those three are going to play in 2022. And, you know, you still have a couple places like Carolina, like Seattle, that could be looking for another body to bring in there and compete. Um, once you get to training camp, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. What, what, what's the update with him? What's going to happen with him? Um, obviously, Kevin Stefanski's had to talk about the quarterback situation. Didn't really include Mayfield. Uh, any chance this gets wrapped up here anytime soon? You know, I think a lot of it's going to boil down to how much of the money the Browns are willing to swallow. You know, and. Obviously, they already um, you know handed a, uh, an enormous contract to Deshaun Watson, um, and so you know, do they want to invest ten million dollars, twelve million dollars, fourteen million dollars in facilitating a trade for Baker Mayfield? At which point, Brady, they would really just be buying a draft pick, you know, um, because you know you can cut him, but if you cut him, you're on the hook for the eighteen point eight million dollars. And, oh, by the way, you can't control his destination. You know, he could go sign with the Steelers tomorrow if they did that. And so, you know, I think a lot of this is going to boil down to how much of Baker Mayfield's money are the Browns willing to take on. And the trouble they have now is because of the juncture we're at in the offseason. Um, most teams have a lot of their cap and cash budget, um, you know, kind of maxed out for, for the offseason. And, you know, a lot of teams have their quarterback depth charts filled out for the offseason. And so, you know, I, I think absent an injury, this is probably going to come down to the Browns maybe giving Baker Mayfield permission to go and seek a trade, which 
you know, I think it's a piece of the equation, finding a place where maybe he can go and compete. You know, and then I think the next piece of it is definitely got to be, you know, how much of the money are they willing to take on? Because without a starting, a clear starting job out there, um, I don't think anybody's willing to pay that $18.8 million for Baker. Oh, it seems like Debo Samuels is back in on San Francisco. Do you have any information that that hasn't become maybe evident or, or in the media just yet that may have dictated why that is? Yeah, well, I, I can just tell you they've been working hard on it, you know, and I think um, you know, the relationship building part of this was big. And, I, I you know, I, I can tell you just talking to Niners people, over the last month, it's been sort of like a third rail thing for them. You know, like they don't want to talk publicly about it. They don't even want to really talk privately about it much um, because they want to, you know, kind of treat the situation and the player with respect. Um, you know, and so I know that they've worked really hard to try to get Debo back in the fold. And, uh, you know, I, I think respecting the fact that maybe this really wasn't about money, um, that this was more about role. Now, does money help? Uh, you know, I. I don't think anybody would be naive to think that, you know, a contract at $25 million a year or whatever it might wind up being wouldn't help solve the problem. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think Debo and his camp have been forthright in, in that, like, a lot of this does come down to role and his longevity and how he sees himself as a player. And that's all stuff they've got to work out, you know. Um, I mean, you guys know this watching him, and you guys know what you're looking at when you're watching football way more than I do. Um, this wasn't a receiver who was, you know, being out there on end of rounds and jet sweeps and that sort of stuff last year. I mean, he was playing like I-formation tailback, you know. And so, you know, I think resolving how he's used going forward is a big piece of this. And I know that that's something that they've been working on. Uh, Albert Breer, a senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, joining us uh, this morning on Fox Sports Radio. Um, speaking of the Niners, John Lynch, when he talks about Jimmy Garoppolo and, and specifically his decision to have the surgery when he did after the season, seems like he's a little bit frustrated just with the timing of the surgery. Yeah. Um, is that what you gather in talking to people, that they're maybe a little bit bothered by Jimmy's decision to have the surgery when he did? Yeah, I mean, I think that that, like, six-week lag has turned out to be a big deal. You know, I, I, I think if you if you really look at it and, um, you know, I, I think what Jimmy's camp would tell you, to be fair to Jimmy, is that, like, you know, it, it just sort of was a pain thing and they thought it would subside and um, they thought that they could kind of work through it with just rehab. And obviously this was going to be a critical year for his career. Um, and they tried and it didn't work, you know, and so – when you lose that, you know, you know, five, six weeks, what difference does that make? Well, you know, if Jimmy, if you have that five, six weeks back, maybe Jimmy's coming close to throwing right now. And if he's coming close to throwing right now, well, maybe they have an opportunity to trade him before the draft. As it is, he's got, you know, a year left on his contract. So if you're trading for him, you're trading for him for 2022, and that's it. And if you're just looking at him within the context of this year alone, and he can't throw yet, um, and he's not going to be able to throw until the end of June, beginning of July, and now you're looking at it and you're saying to yourself, well, we have to trust that he's going to be able to throw then, and then we have to trust that he's going to be ready to go by September. And everybody thinks he's going to be okay, but you don't know he's going to be okay. And, again, you're just buying him for this year alone. God, that's tricky, you know. And so I think that's where some of the frustration might have come from, you know, at one point was – 
like if they take care of this right after the season, because everybody knew it could be an issue, maybe the timeline looks different. And Jimmy is at or close to full health, you know, right at when the draft is happening. And then the Niners can move him off the roster for draft picks. Jimmy can be a starter somewhere else and everybody walks away happy. Albert, I want to go back to the Cleveland Browns situation. We, we've seen some news this past week of, of Hugh Jackson's claims that the uh, the Browns tried to incentivize him to tank. Now, those reports were found to be unsubstantiated, but it, it does seem like there's some smoke there, or at least uh, based on the way they went about trying to build up cap space and all of that uh, to really make a run more in 2018 as opposed to 2016, 2017. What do you kind of yeah. glean from some of the tea leaves that have come out from all of it? You know, I, I, I first of all, I think the the the, the guys that did it, the the report for reporting for us, you know, over the last couple of months, you know, Connor Orr and Gary Grambling did a nice job in kind of laying it out, and I encourage anybody to go check out the story. I, I think what's interesting about it, Brady, is that like if you look good at the plug. contract, yeah. Uh, yeah, you like that, free yeah, food, right? Um, <laughs> I, I uh, but I, I, I uh, you know, I think like if you look at the con, I, I think if you guys actually got a hold of the contract. You'd be fascinated by it because it really does look like a baseball contract in the way that a lot of the things are set up, and it looks like analytics came into play with everything, you know. And so much of it was based on like this, like long-term plan, this four-year plan, and how kind of you know, like draft capital played into it, and how cap space played into it, and all this stuff that you wouldn't normally see in a coach's contract. And I think that's where some of the gray areas created. You know, and then I think, you know, for, for Hugh, the frustration was, okay, I agreed to being part of this plan, but then when the plan went into action, it didn't look so good for him. And I think, like, the, the one piece of it that really might be kind of the flashpoint was Mitch Schwartz. And, um, you know, he was a free agent when Hugh first got there in 2016, and they let him go because they determined that the comp pick was more important to them or was more valuable to them um, you know, when you when you when you compare it against the cap space, they were going to have to allot towards Mitch Schwartz. Well, that sounds great on paper, but if you're Hugh Jackson and now you don't have a right tackle, that's a problem. You know, so like I think that that's where some of that stuff came into play, and it's like, well, what are you asking me to do here? Um, and so I think it's a fascinating case. It was an unusual contract. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, you could certainly look at that contract a couple different ways. And one of those ways without question would be, you're basically asking me to coach right now for 2018 and 2019. And you're asking me to build draft capital and it's 2016, which means you're basically more or less telling me to lose. Oh, I thought this was a really interesting draft for the simple fact that people had to do their jobs this year. There, there were no, yeah. there were no easy prospects to just say, this guy belongs in this slot. And if you think otherwise, it's more of a debate to prove why they don't belong in that slot versus why they do. And and so looking at how the draft went this year, who do you think was the biggest winner from your takeaway uh, from this year? You're trying to say there was no LeVar Arrington? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, this year? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, Brady, yeah. maybe a Brady Quinn. I don't know about a LeVar. Uh, Courtney Brown. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, there are a couple teams I think did really well. Um, I love what the Chiefs did. You know, the Chiefs, 
you know, they're bringing in guys at premium positions. Um, and I think Brett Veach has done a really nice job the last couple of years acknowledging that we're going to have to build differently around a quarterback who's got a huge contract. And so they've built up some draft capital. And, you know, I, I, I love that they go and get a couple guys that are going to have a shot at premium positions and Trent McDuffie at corner and George Karloftis at, 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 at defensive end. Um, and then they get Sky Moore, who I think is a nice piece for their offense in the second round. I, I think the um, and the Eagles did a really nice job to maintain the amount of capital they've had and they will have going forward next year and still wind up with an A.J. Brown to get Jordan Davis, who I think is going to be a difference maker on their defensive front. I think they did really well. Um, you know, and then the Jets. The Jets have taken a beating over the last few years. But, again, it's like you look at it and they're – making investments at premium positions. Um, and, you know, I look at a Sauce Gardner and a, and a Garrett Wilson, and, and those guys seem like low-risk propositions for me. Those guys have played in big games. Those programs that they play for asked a lot of them. Um, and so I think, you know, you're kind of like hitting it on the middle of fairway with those two guys at premium positions. And then you go and take a swing on a Jermaine Johnson, who I think is a little bit of a riskier, a riskier pick, but you're still kind of – you know, like, again, like investing in a premium position, I know I keep saying that over and over again, but I, I think it's important in today's NFL because that's where so much of the money's going, you know. And so if, you know, you can have a guy on a rookie contract who's playing at a Pro Bowl level um, at a position that's getting paid $25, $30 million a year, that's so valuable. And so I think that that, when you look at it, is what a team like the Chiefs, what a team like the Jets, what a team like the Eagles did in this year's draft. The Eagles, of course, being a little bit different and that they went and got one of those big-ticket receivers in A.J. Brown. Uh, Albert Breer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Albert, what were you most wrong about with the draft that you, are, that you look back on and go, how did, how did I not see that or how was I so wrong? Uh, same thing as everybody at the quarterbacks, probably, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I had quarterbacks going 19 and 20, so I didn't have a quarterback in the top 10, but, you know, I certainly thought like, you know, the top five guys would probably be gone in the first two rounds or so. Um, and that didn't happen. You know, we had one at 20 and then we had the next four going or the next three going in the, in the third round and then everybody else on day three. Um, and so I think that it's, it's sort of interesting if you look at draft history that quarterbacks almost never go in the second round. I think it's something like 38 to 12 over the last 12 years, first round quarterbacks versus second round quarterbacks. And the reason why is pretty logical, you know, if you look at it, which is if you think a guy's going to be a long term starter for you at the position, you take him in the first round. If you don't think the guy's a long term starter, well, then you're going to go get a guy who you think can be a long term starter instead in the second round, you know? It's a sort of interesting dynamic about a quarterback. What to me is so interesting about where all these quarterbacks went, though, you guys know the four quarterbacks who went in the first two days, right? So that's uh, that's Kenny Pickett, Malik um, Willis, Malik Willis Matt Corral, Des- Desmond Ritter, Desmond, R- Desmond Ritter, and Matt Corral. Those four guys, right? All four of those guys are going into quarterback rooms that have former top ten picks in the in the room with them. It's Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. It's Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's Marcus Mariota in, um, in Atlanta, and then, of course, Sam Darnold in Carolina. And you know what's so interesting about this? We've heard about the talent, like the physical talent of these guys, right? I'm going to be interested to see, because this is something that was talked, a lot about, talked about a lot during the draft in regards to Carolina. Do these guys walk in the room, and a lot of times when you have a rookie quarterback going, he's the most talented guy in the room. 
when these guys walk in those rooms, are those guys going to be the most talented guys? You know, I think that that's going to be sort of a real tell that we're going to be able to kind of ascertain over the next few weeks on where this quarterback class really stands versus the rest of the NFL. Um, because I do think that most of the league was down on the quarterback class over the last couple of months, and I think that obviously manifested itself over draft weekend. It's uh, Albert Breer. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. He's the senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Uh, kind enough to spend uh, you know, a morning with us on what is a huge day for him, Cinco de Mayo here on a Thursday. Yep. Uh, Albert, uh, we Big appreciate cell- it. Big- Enjoy, Albert. Big cell- Big celebration tonight. You guys getting after it, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know us. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, the 1 a.m. wake-up calls, uh, that really uh, leads to a lot of uh, fun <laughs> nights during the week. But, uh, Albert, uh, awesome stuff. We'll do it again next week, man. All right, thanks, guys. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Happy Cinco de Mayo to you and yours. Uh, you know, just uh, stay hydrated and uh, get after it a little bit here. You know, mix in a water in between your drinks. That's what I would recommend there. I've been drinking a lot of water this morning. Preparing? No. Just drinking a lot of water. You're a cerveza guy. To, Cinco no, de Mayo's got to be nice. Got to lose this belly, man. It's starting to go away, finally. Is it? Yeah, it is. Nice. It is. I, yeah. It's, it's go see, the problem is you you embellish on the the belly like you make it seem like it's oh no it's really bad i don't i mean it's not i don't don't know it's really bad bro because of one picture it's really bad it was a bad angle yes and i'll be honest with you too lavar horizontal stripes there's like that optical illusion with it that (laughs) doesn't help either (laughs) there is thank you you got to go up and down yeah vertical yeah vertical is more slimming berto is hating but Berto was eating chili Fritos. I'm, <laughs> I'm snitching. He was eating chili Fritos for breakfast yesterday. So, you know what? You can hate all you want. Like, misery enjoys company. I will not continue to live in the chili Fritos for breakfast uh, community anymore. Oh, listen, Lee has uh, ventured over to that uh, vending machine I've seen at random times on a morning, uh, and there's nothing good in that vending machine, Lee. Like, it's one of those old school, like, you need change for. Yeah, there's nothing good. Lee, there's dust on the wrappers and things in those vending machines. Cheese crackers, something like that. Yeah, like, like, what do you think's in the cheese that go into the middle of those crackers? Like, like nothing, nothing good. Especially at, at four in the morning. Speaking of eating food, so when I went out, I, I don't know. There's there's probably dog lovers out there that listen to our show. I went went out to to our normal. Um, me and Trish went to our normal um, breakfast spot, and two Irish wolfhounds came up, um, and they were white. Those are big dogs. I, I I believe they're they Racist. are the biggest. Thank dog. you. Yeah. They are they were white. We don't need no meows. We no, don't need no. no cats. Let me let me tell you we something. We need more dogs. I've only seen gray ones. I've seen like three or four gray ones in my entire life. Uh. But these were two white ones. So every time a dog would come walking by, the one was so strong it would pull the man up out of his seat and drag him over <laughs> to where the dog was. At one point, it drug him so bad that he knocked over a seat that was at the table we were sitting at. He knocked the seat over from the dog dragging him into the seat. I said, I said very calmly and and quietly under my my you know my under voice, you probably need to train that dog. 
And they're just, uh, just, just, you know, just, just one person thinking out loud. You, you might be best served being out in public with a dog that big and that powerful and that capable. Um, you might want to have him trained. And uh, and they're uh, it's an Irish Wolfhound. Yes, 120 pounds. That's oh, it, the, uh, they were giant. That's the minimum. They they they're so big. That when you look at them, you almost feel like there might be a person inside of them manning it. Jesus, I'm looking at pictures right now. I didn't know they were this big. Good they're God. gigantic. They're ginormous. Yeah. I think it's the last largest time I breed. saw one. Last time I saw one was in Ireland, and I like they were laying on the ground, <laughs> and I remember looking at it, going, "Oh my!" Like I haven't seen anything <laughs> like that out like out, out of a zoo. Yeah. The one, Let the, you break into uh, the the castle walls, <laughs> and, and three or four of them come running after you. You just call it a day, man. So they're just laying around out there, just hanging out, just uh, kind of monitoring, uh, surveying I mean, the, the landscape. The place, the place we were at, it was. Um, I don't know if it was like one of the owners or like whose Irish wolfhounds they were, but they were they were really dirty. <laughs> which I was like, I, I'd love to go pet them, but that's a damn big dog and i'm just gonna say they look like they've been out in the mud all day so oh. I'm, gonna, I'm just i'm gonna use that as an excuse now but are they aggressive I was a little bit oh they no. can they can I mean, they can be, they can yeah. jack up a wolf that's why they're called a wolf my wow. god man yeah they, I, I believe like their breed was there for protecting against wolves and then like hunting wolves you know the one movie that stands out to me the most was the 13th Dancing warrior well the 13th warrior when when bovi Bullvi had got hit with with this poisonous who Bullvi, Bullvi. That the Never guy that Canelo's fighting? Oh, that's yeah. Bevo. Low do you I hear? How about that, Birdo? Little Canelo the, joke the here on Thursday. The voice of my mother. Low do I hear the voice of my father and my sisters and my brothers too. When he started reciting that gosh darn uh, that Norseman uh, that Norseman prayer, bro, and he he was sitting there on the throne. And and the dudes was coming and they was about to fight him to to protect the village. He was sitting there with his dog. Him and his dog was sitting there, man. It's one of the dopest scenes I've ever seen in a movie, man. Like makes the hair stand up on. I, I I do believe I used to watch it the scene before games. Like you know, like I'm about to go to war and Bulva. I, I actually named one of my bulldogs Bulva. Wow. How yeah. About that? I'm a dog enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Bulva. Look was, it up. Look it up. I was once. Then, yeah, uh, then know. Boss Hog got up out of here yeah. on you, huh? Side, you know, I've had enough. Ruff! Yeah. Ruff! That's good. <laughs> isn't that the dude okay. from, isn't that the lion from, uh, isn't that the lion from Dorothy's deal? What is, what is that? I don't know. The no Wizard clue. of Oz? Yeah, no uh, clue. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in quite a while. Oh, it's yeah. been digitally remastered. Has it? Yeah. Well, it is, good. is it good now or is it still bad? I mean, it's a it's an entertaining movie. Hmm. Um, can I? Can I, can hey, I can we get a recap on live bet? Jesus's bet. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Do we need to talk cut about off it? a little bit yes. by the end of the hour. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, they what, what, what the um, hell did he bet on? Uh, Northern Brave over the Munster Reds. Now, um, some cricket. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, is it's that cricket. What cricket. Where yeah, is this being played? Yeah. It's uh, so I uh, I misspoke um in reading uh, what was sent to me. Now this is not my fault. This is what fell out Lee, of the sky. Well, I, well, I actually um, say that. Now just I I called it. I thought it was Irish cricket. It is not. It is Swedish cricket. Oh. Um, so, but you can clearly see how I would confuse the two written down on a piece of paper that fell down. Are you from not going to hit the button, Berto? What? Are you not going to hit it? What? I'm not. I had I'm nothing not to do with race. I've heard people uh, I mean, mix up the Irish and Swedes. Yeah. Hey, what's what's the difference between the two sports? 
Uh, what do you mean? What it's cricket? What do you mean? What do I mean? They're both. It's both cricket. It's uh. It's Just uh, one's nor- Irish nor- cricket and one is Swedish yeah, cricket. Yeah, Northern Brave and the Munster Reds. Oh my god. Yeah. So why do they need to differentiate just because they're two different leagues in different countries? I I mean, listen, they're in two different locations. I just wanted people to, you know, know where they can follow along uh, with the Northern Brave as they try and beat the Munster Reds, according to Live Bet Jesus. And, and, you know, here's the thing. Uh, If he does lose this bet um, on a technicality, I don't know that we count it as a loss because I read it wrong. But if he wins it, so you read it, so you read it incorrectly so that Live Bet Jesus could either be correct or a technicality could technicality um not be held accountable for the loss potentially okay. and anybody who gambles knows that there's protect, a technicality way to like, protect uh, live bet jesus i'm just out there trying to uh, trying to go. make people are trying to make some money here on a cinco de mayo they got to be able to uh you know there's some probably some beer specials they want to be able to have that buck go an extra way you know later ain't on and not wrong with that bro um now let me ask you guys this is this a big deal or no deal at all because it does feel like there's more of a groundswell of support for uh it's almost like people are opening up their eyes to conversations uh, we were having months ago here on the show when everyone was celebrating uh, name image likeness and all the good things it's going to do for players. It's like, well, there could be some pitfalls. Like there could be some problems with this moving forward. Uh, And this came out uh, late on Wednesday night that uh, the commissioners for the SEC and the PAC 12 are going to be meeting with United States senators in Washington coming up later on today because they're looking for help uh, surrounding the name, yeah. image, and likeness yeah. policies. Uh, so. oh, bad timing. Yeah. Right, I'll just put it that <laughs> way. Bad timing to meet about uh, an issue in regards to college football when we've got uh, other concerns around Roe v. Wade and, and some other things going on. As I've, as not as a I've priority, said, you're saying? Is that yeah, the- <laughs> not when you've got a, a Senate that's divided 50-50 and, uh, you know, there's a little filibuster process. I'm not going to get into, like, the whole the, literally <laughs> politics of the matter, but – I just with midterms coming up, I don't know any <laughs> I, I don't know any senator, any congressman, just to put it very bluntly, that's that's gonna go out and talk about this as a major area of concern. There's inflation, there's our economy, there's there's this supreme, you know, court ruling. Uh, and then if that ends up going through, it's, it's then going to go to the states and that'll be an issue that people are going to want to talk about or are already talking about. It's not it's just it's not something that I think Congress is going to come in and save, you know, what our Pac-12 commissioners, whether it's it, or, or, you know, conference commissioners, excuse me, are looking for someone to come in and save them. Like you're going to have to do it yourselves. You're going to have to do exactly what Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, said uh, yesterday that this is going to be a solution decided by the college football playoff committee. They need that group to have college football break away from the NCAA and form their own rules, their own guidelines and move forward and then let the NCAA take basketball and the other Olympic sports and continue with their model and what they have going on. Because the reality is the NCAA is incentivized to do so. They don't make money off football. People don't seem to understand this. And, and, I, and I work with people who don't understand this, and they'll say it on live air. The NCAA has taken a step out of this because they don't want to be sued. They, they don't want to put themselves in any legal harm. And it's not worth it because they don't make any money off of it. Now, the NCAA March Madness and basketball, different story. Like, that's their cash cow. 
So that's where if they're going to do anything, they want to be cognizant of, of, of that and how it's all impacted by it. But basketball's got a different model anyway. You're already seeing kids who skip even one year in college basketball to go to play in the G League, to go play overseas and then come back and get drafted. You know, you're already starting to see that take place. So it's not as big of an issue in college basketball as it is right now in college football with NIL and the transfer portal and all these things. So I think it's going to be something there, literally the Power Five and, and really all, all conferences within FBS, they're going to have to get together and figure this thing out. I, just, I don't foresee Congress wanting to make this a priority with everything else that we have going on in our country right now. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It just it, it makes me wonder why was there such a rush to get NIL done when it was done before people even looked further down the road to get it's well, almost states passed the law. That's the difference. Is once the law was passed, then it was okay. How are we going to respond or react to it? And the NCAA, out of concern of being, you know, sued. Basically, it was like, uh, we don't know how to handle this, and, and we're just going <laughs> to... No, we've never had to. <laughs> we never had to, so... are you, Ed O'Bannon? All right, just... O'Bannon, we hate your guts! <laughs> it's almost like they got overtaken, uh, you know, and they just said, you know what, just open the doors, let them in. There's nothing the, the, we can the do. The Alston case, as much as it was O'Bannon, the Alston case actually was just as revolutionary for this, you know, taking place, but... You know, it's it's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, no one wants to get sued. Okay, well, let's just let the free markets kind of figure themselves out and, and let the states figure out how they want to handle this. And that's the other part is some states, the laws vary or differ. And then universities, even within certain conferences, are, are viewing NIL differently than others. I mean, I, I think we can all think of one school in the Pac-12 that's viewing NIL very differently yeah. than everyone else in the Pac-12. You're talking, you're talking about Oregon State? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? That's right. Yeah. That's Beeves. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, here's the uh, – this is the best part about all this. At the time when Dabo Swinney and some others came out and kind what, of said – What was his name? Dabo Swinney. Oh, okay. Right. And when they came out and they said, hey, this is going to create some problems. There's going to be some issues down the road. Everybody shouted from the mountain. Tops. Oh, it's a hater because it's going to even the playing field. That's why. And now we're here. It and is more, even in the playing uh, field. That's fine. But but, <laughs> but I think amongst the ones who have the playing field. But I think more and more. <laughs> I think I think more and more people are starting to realize. You know, maybe they were onto something. Maybe we should have thought this thing through. There's going to be some issues as this thing progresses, and we're not even a we're not even a year into this, right? I mean, we're, is this the, even a year the, old? It's just the end of amateurism in college sports, and they are going to have to address it as such. There's no way to college football. Yeah, 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 yeah college football. There's no way to avoid it at this point. You're going the, the, to have to start treating them as employees. The interesting thing about um, what you just said is that was what, at least from the words of the Pac-12 commissioner and the SEC and, and Greg Sankey, is they, and they were kind of talking about well, trying to stay away from that model uh, of not making them employees. But I, you know, I got to be honest with you, I don't really see a path forward without that being the case, um, unless you're going to try to put the toothpaste back in the tube with NIL, and that's not going to happen. Because that's, that's fair and it's justified. It, it should have been the case for a while now. It's just, unfortunately, we don't have a governing body in the NCAA that wants to do anything about it. So, again, the college football playoff is going to have to figure this out. The, the 10 you know, conference, FBF, uh, FBS conferences are going to have to figure this out amongst that group. Maybe just the Power Five, right, is going to have to be the group. I, I don't necessarily know who the, those parties are, 
but the NIL is not going back or going away. I think you're going to see rules that curtail the ability to induce players in high school or in the transfer portal. And that's really what the focus is right now because they don't want tampering. Like that's, that's the one thing that I think, and I keep trying to harp on this because I, I, I truly believe this is when these kids keep jumping around, we're setting them up to fail in the future yep. and they might be able to get some money out of it every time they jump around, but ultimately football is not going to last forever and they're not going to have anything to stand on when it's all said and done. If they don't have a university to get a degree from and any sort of foundation of education, I mean, that, that, that's just at least how I feel about it. I mean, the good thing is at least uh, Mark Emmert, the NCAA president is going to stick this thing out. You know, he's going to see it through to the end. Oh, next few wait, years. But why would he? He's how we got here. Like <laughs> he's, he should have stepped down sooner. Yeah. Like, he's like, wait a second. Mark I'm Emmert. not cleaning this up. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mark Emmert. Well, and by the way, uh, when he steps down, how many people have you uh, heard wanted to throw their oh, hat in the God. That, right? you, you know what it is? It's like the uh, what's the uh, the the replay, the official. The, what was the position that um, Dean well, Blandino that. had? Here, here, here's what it's like. It's like a realtor coming up to you, like looking at a house that's burning on fire with a for sale sign in the front yard. Hey, do you want to buy it? Right. Do you guys, you guys want to move in tomorrow? How are you feeling about look, it? Look, it doesn't show it now, but I swear to God, there's a back patio you that you would die for. Uh, this is this is the property for you. The, the whole thing is uh, is just comical. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.